Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We used to have these great neighbors named the Wagners. They never complained when we invited ourselves to their holiday dinners or borrowed things and never returned them, or if they caught us rifling through their medicine chest looking for the good stuff. But one day we stopped in at the Wagner's house and found a note taped to the door. My wife read it. Dear Mike and Denise, we have left town and moved to Tasmania? Tasmania? That's not even a real place. Yes, it is. I thought it was just in movies like Transylvania. That's real too. Oh! The Wagner's moved as far away as they could just to get away from us. Well then, we'll track them down and make them pay. Because that's what friends do. Pack your bags, baby. This week, the podcast goes to Tasmania. She drags me everywhere, man. Sometimes by the hair, man. Forgot my underwear, man. This just isn't fair, man. I don't want to go there, man. What am I doing here? Been to Ukraine, Bahrain, Syria, Algeria, North Korea, South Korea, North Pole, South Pole, North Dakota, South Dakota, Spain, and Maine, and Iran, Iraq, Israel, India, Hunan, Wuhan, Pakistan, Uzbekistan, bottom of the Atlantic, Titanic, what a panic, drags me everywhere, man, sometimes by the hair, The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code BLEAV, B L E A V, BLEAV, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts! Yeah! If you're like me, a complete moron with an Ivy League education, you thought Tasmania was some exotic place in Africa, like Tanzania or Zanzibar. But no, Tasmania is a very large island off that even bigger island called Australia. It hangs off southeastern Australia like an icicle. It's an inverted triangle resembling the down button on an elevator. Of course, the only place down from Tasmania is Antarctica. For my Jewish listeners, which means my mom and two of my four siblings, Tasmania looks like the world's largest hamantaschen. For my Gentile friends, a hamantaschen is a triangular pastry Jews only eat one day a year because it's terrible. People in Tasmania love to tell you, We have 500,000 people in the area the size of West Virginia. This presumes we know a lot about West Virginia. We don't. We know it's west of Virginia, and that's about it. 500,000 people in an area the size of West Virginia. Is that a lot? A little? How many people live in West Virginia? Half a million sounds about right. It's not, but it sounds right. Actually, 1.7 million people live in West Virginia, and I don't know any of them. So how big is Tasmania? The internet tells us it's a little more than half the size of Bulgaria. (laughs) Really? Thanks. 
Another source says it's the size of six New Jerseys. Six New Jerseys? <laughs> There's a horror movie for you. Let's face it, the only thing any of us know about Tasmania is the Tasmanian Devil from Looney Tunes. How sad is that? It's as if the only thing you knew about France is that Pepe Le Pew lives there. There is a real-life movie star from Tasmania, Errol Flynn. He's the dashing movie hero who made my grandmother's heart skip a beat. Now it skips lots of beats because, you know, she's dead. Flynn's private life was also action-packed. He killed a guy in New Guinea, he may have been a Nazi spy, and he'd play the piano at parties with his penis. He was the real Tasmanian Devil. By the way, the Tasmanian Devil is an actual animal. It looks nothing like the snarling moron that Bugs Bunny is always feeding dynamite to. They're actually really cute, and they're more scared of you than you are of them. So why are they called devils? Well, they have bright red ears that look like devil horns. And their bite is four times stronger than a pit bull's. Oh, and they scream like Linda Blair and the Exorcist. Here's a taste. <laughs> Tasmania's cutest animal is the wombat. They're like a cross between a French bulldog and a loaf of bread. And they're so adorable, they make cute koala bears look like Steve Buscemi. Their other great animal is the Tasmanian tiger. It's a big dog-like creature with tiger stripes on its rump. You'll find the Tasmanian tiger on local money, on postage stamps, in museums, pretty much everywhere but real life. In 1936, local farmers hunted it to extinction. And they tell you this with a mix of shame and pride. It's like the local who said to me, Tasmania is the roadkill capital of Australia. It's true, their national animal should be the squashed kangaroo. As for their national hero, it's an escaped convict turned robber named Matthew Brady. He was known as a gentleman bandit for his eloquence and fine manners. When bounty hunters were coming for him, instead of fleeing, Brady threw a massive three-day party. It was there he was arrested by a vigilante named, are you ready for this? Batman! John Batman arrested Matthew Brady, who died on the gallows at age 27. Or as Tasmanians call it, natural causes. As for John Batman, he founded a thriving Australian city, which he could have called Batmania. How cool would that be? Batmania! Instead, they called the town Melbourne. Melbourne. All the cities in Australia have names like characters from 50s sitcoms. Melbourne put on a tie. Alice Springs is coming over with her boyfriend, Sydney. <laughs> podcast few people listen to is now a book few people will read. What am I doing here? The book. All my great travel stories, new bonus material, and photos, photos, photos. It's perfect for anyone who loves to laugh but can't download a podcast. Basically, my mom and your mom too. Go to Amazon.com for What Am I Doing Here by Mike Reese. Now back to the show. The Australian government formed in 1788, just months before the US government. This is not a coincidence. Great Britain needed a colony to stash all their convicts, and America was the perfect choice. 
far away, but not too far away. Plus, we've always been great at locking people up. We currently have the largest prison population on Earth by far. It's the only thing we're beating the Chinese at. Even on a per capita basis, the U.S. is number one edging out other enlightened democracies like Turkmenistan. But when America declared independence, England had to go with Plan B, Australia. Why did they need a whole continent to house their convicts? Well, in 18th century England, virtually everything was illegal. Talking back to your employer, not listening to your husband, bad attitude, these were actual crimes. One guy got 14 years for stealing a spoon. They locked up men, women, children as young as age seven, and they shipped them off to Australia. The hardest cases went straight to Tasmania. These convicts built the capital city of Hobart and then built a huge prison to house themselves. Now, if I were building a jail to hold me, I'd make it all cheap and escapey. Lots of loose bricks and secret tunnels. It's like the movie The Bridge on the River Kwai. I never understood why the British POWs built such a great bridge for the enemy. And the answer is... They didn't. In real life, they built the crappiest bridge they could, and they sabotaged it constantly. Not so the British convicts who erected Port Arthur Prison. This thing is so well constructed, only one person ever escaped from it. An inmate named Billy Hunt found a dead kangaroo in the prison yard. He skinned it, wrapped it around himself, and hopped away to freedom. He was on the loose for three days. Then he got shot by guards who were hunting for kangaroo meat. In Tasmania, I ate a kangaroo steak and it was delicious, although it tasted suspiciously like Arby's. The escape story seems pretty far-fetched, but you can see the actual kangaroo skin in the Port Arthur Museum. The complex also contains the prison, the solitary confinement prison, and a mental hospital built for the people who went crazy in solitary confinement. It's all still standing 200 years later, and it's a major tourist attraction. This charming collection of brick buildings resembles those prestigious New England colleges I didn't get into. I'm talking to you, Bennington. The other big attraction in Tasmania is a natural stone arch called the Devil's Kitchen. It's impressive, but it's not devilish and looks nothing like a kitchen. Only in Tasmania, said my tour guide, and he couldn't be wronger. There are rock formations called the Devil's Kitchen in South Carolina, California, Utah, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Wyoming, and Michigan. None of them look remotely like each other, and nobody knows how any of them got their name. I mean, does the devil even need a kitchen? I see him as more of an Uber Eats guy. Not far from the Devil's Kitchen is Tasmania's Dew Town. It's a scruffy neighborhood where every house sports a hand-painted sign with the word Dew on it. That's Dew, D-O-O. There are homes called Make Do, It'll Do, Xanadu, Da Do Run Run. Why do they do this? Nobody knows. Nobody knows nothing in Tasmania. The one thing you must see there, the one place worth flying 14 hours just to visit, is Mona, the Museum of Old and New Art. It's like an art museum run by a Bond villain. It's the Goldfinger Guggenheim. Think I'm kidding? 
This is a six-story underground museum built inside a hollowed-out mountain. It closes at 5 p.m. because that's when the owner comes home. This is his house. It's a hollow mountain full of weird art. There's a full-size Chinese temple, painted bright white, perched on top of glass balls. There's a room-sized machine made of gears and springs and hammers whose only function is to make a racket. And there's a wall of 151 porcelain vulvas and a huge tunnel that doesn't go anywhere. The galleries are cavernous because, you know, it's a cavern. The whole deal is owned by David Walsh, who is worth $463 million. I like how precise that is. He made his money as a professional gambler. <laughs> really? That's a job? None of this makes sense. He has long white hair and lives in a cave, like the Morlocks in the Time Machine. If you don't get that reference, picture Gandalf after a three-day bender. The highlight, or possibly low light, of Mona's collection is Cloaca. It's a series of glass vessels suspended from the ceiling, connected by knots of rubber tubing. Each vessel contains a strong soup of acids and enzymes, and the art piece extends the length of a gallery. It looks like something out of Frankenstein's lab, and it kind of is. Cloaca is a mechanical model of the human digestive system. Every day, a gourmet meal is fed into the grinders at one end of Cloaca. Eight hours later, at the other end, it poops. Cloaca is an art piece that makes actual crap. It's the one job we thought machines would never take from us. Cloaca is so lifelike, sometimes it gets constipated. It's also suffered diarrhea. And recently, folks, every word of this is true, the National Health Service tested Cloaca for bowel cancer. None of this is what brought us to Tasmania. We were there to find our neighbors, the Wagners. We searched the island for days without luck. Denise said, We'll never find them. This place is the size of six New Jerseys. I said, Honey, it's no bigger than West Virginia. We finally found the Wagners. They weren't in Hobart, the city where most Tasmanians live. They were in the much smaller town of Launceston. Actually, they were 20 minutes outside of Launceston. We had a wonderful visit with them. We stayed three days and didn't leave till we'd eaten and drunk everything in the house. I hear the Wagners are moving again. They won't tell us where, but we'll find them. They can run, but they can't hide. What Am I Doing Here was written and performed by Mike Reese and produced by me, Josh Perillo. Additional voices by Denise Reese and Trevor Morris, Mike's funny doorman. Today's show was brought to you by Bet Online. What Am I Doing Here? The book is available at Amazon.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.